That's pretty dark. But is it a different mine? What? Is it a different mine? Yeah. His is in Everts. This was in Cumberland. But they've got another operation near Pine Mount Settlement School where I grew up. It's like around Green Hills, the school over there. Uh huh. By Pine Mountain Settlement School? Mm hmm. Damn. Green Hills is the elementary school over there. Turn these up. You went to Green Hills? You did? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh. That's where bad kids went. <laughs> I was good as gold, honey. Is it bad like kids a, here went to Oneida Baptist. Well, real the real bad kids. If you were a little bad, you went to Green Hills. If you were real fucking bad, you went to Redbird Mission. Red. You went to Redbird Mission. Let me tell you, I, <laughs> we played. I don't know why we scheduled them, but every year, uh, our tennis coach I think went to Oneida. Yeah. Was like an Oneida alumnus, so he would schedule them every year, and they were like, I mean, just like the most crazy group of kids there were like these haitian kids from miami that came up like i mean it's it's like a reform school was it like a it's just like a military school or something kind of no, it's not a military worse. school but Best it's like worse <laughs> yeah yeah even worse. but same concept it's like to yeah kids get into some trouble or whatever they send them to right to we they had one of those type. near where i grew up the new mexico military institute uh, nimi owen wilson <laughs> went there apparently really? yeah really yeah his parents like sent him there because I guess his family's from Austin, but he like got in a bunch of trouble and had to go to Nimi. I knew a few kids that went to Nimi. It was that place you never wanted to go. Oh don't yeah, wanna, I know a few don't want to be a Nimi. <laughs> you don't want to be a Nimi. They shave your head and treat you like shit. Well, I know a couple who got knocked up and sent to Redbird, and they had to fulfill their. Oh. They had their babies there, and then no, supposedly no one was the wiser when they returned back to Bell County that they had had a baby. Whoa. So they secretly, they were yeah. like secreted off mm -hmm. and had a, and had a baby. Yeah. And honestly, just came back like, hey, no. I think What's they up? sent them there to put them on like nun watch so they can't get an abortion. <laughs> oh my God. You're probably right. <laughs> That's crazy. And then these other girls just fought too much. They got sent there. Yeah. Did you ever but, get in a fight in high school or anything? I fought a boy one time. And I broke a girl's nose playing softball one time. That was oh, kind yeah, of a you size, like a oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I told you about that. But um, but never in like a a hallway, mm -hmm. like a no throwing broke, somebody I against the locker. I broke one up and got hit one time from breaking something up. Yeah, collateral damage. I think and it's funny when teachers try to break up fights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw a teacher one time pour a whole like big big gulp on a two kids fighting, and they didn't stop fighting. <laughs> Like that? What? What made you think that was gonna work? <laughs> I did get in a bad fist fight with my sister, right up my freshman year of college. She was still in high school. Really? Yeah, my boyfriend had to pull us apart. Damn. It was really bad, and I shouldn't even tell this on myself because it's so embarrassing. It's like my. Tell me when them goddamn rogue golds over there. Yeah, I'm stress eating pretzels. Right I brought, now. I I brought you over. good whiskey. Switch me out for a little bit. <laughs> whiskey Tiny and twist. pretzels, fueled. Uh. It was, yeah, she was coming out at the time uh, to my mom in a various various ways, and she I found out she was dating my pill dealer. Um, we had, That's a conflict of interest. Well, uh, we got in a bad fight about it. <laughs> I knew this girl was bad fucking news. Yeah. Damn. That's the girl. I think I've already told you this. That's the girl I said I was going to cut like a deer. Yeah. You think you would have done it? No. What if, if you, what if you've I'm been a on lover, them pills? Not a if it's like 
sometimes though when you're in the moment of something you can really channel like a I do go red sometimes. I mean I had a boyfriend we used to fight. Go fisty cuffs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Physical? Oh yeah. Physical. <laughs> one boyfriend, yeah. And then uh one time I threw all of his stuff out of a ten story window. Oh fuck. That's awesome. Yeah, that was peak <laughs> I was peak problematic them days. I, I would say that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean I threw all his textbooks, all his clothes, <laughs> breakables. <laughs> People were just gathering around wow. in the parking lot, like, what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> that was at EKU. Wow. Um, I imagine he came in in the Henry Hill voice. Oh, yeah, we got in a fight in the hallway of the dorm one time, and my friends had to break it up. Wow. You fucking play too much, Tanya. You play too fucking much. <laughs> but that's the only it's a fucking problem. I've, been, I've learned a lot then about myself. We can't eat on this podcast. I'm sorry. The crunching. You, you, you must hold your mic, mic way out here. I can't do it. Anytime anybody eats on a, po- it's like a. I have a reverse as ASMR thing. It's like I hear it and it's like. Wait, explain that to me. I don't know. I think it's like people get a sort of. Is it that they get horny from a certain sound? That's what someone just explained to me. They were like, (laughs) yeah, it's like an orgasm. Someone just said to me, do you get, do you tingle all over your body when someone scratches your head? And I was like, what? (laughs) That's what, that's how they put it. And I was like, I don't. I watched a video one time because Matt is into these videos. um, He's really into like hydraulic press videos and videos where people throw shit into like meat grinders or some shit oh, wood God. chippers i don't know we watched this one where he someone threw, threw a bunch of batteries into like a, a grinder type thing and just the sound it made absolutely abhorrent i just can't explain it <laughs> it's disgusting but i was told that if i had asmr i'd be really into it i guess i don't have it because you're very sensitive to sounds or something i don't know but anyway, so. then they showed me videos of this just like gulp people just like with their hands in, in like slime and stuff. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't Do know. you have some kind of reaction to this, Tom? You don't want to know my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't joke. You don't like it? I, I don't have an opinion about yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't. I, it don't do it for me. You know what always bothered me? Stickers. Oh. I hate when kids like people come and put stickers on you i don't like stickers it either fuck me up for some reason i hated that i thought they were gross the worst thing is when you'd buy a cd and you try to take that top sticker thing off you know they would have yeah. the name oh yeah and it would um that does kind of drive me crazy it looks or, sticky or, behind. or when you buy a book and it has a, a a price tag on the back and you try to peel it off i hate that mm-hmm. this shit is awful i am sensitive to smells Growing up, crayons would make me sick. If I had to smell crayons too long, I'd get really? sick. Really? Yeah. And erasers. Like, if, you, if you, the smell of, like, an eraser, if you go at an eraser for a long time, that would make me real sick. It kind of smells like a possum. <laughs> I mean, a skunk. Don't you think erasers kind of smell like skunks? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no recollection of what an eraser smells like. I never thought of it. If you, like, really go at it, trying to erase your whole life. <laughs> be here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just thinking of getting into a fight or um, something of that nature and how, you know, sometimes you can sort of like access this whole other dimension of strength or whatever. Do you think any mother has ever lifted a, chi- a car off their child? 
No, that's <laughs> Do you think that's happen. ever happened? That's, I don't know. <laughs> I want to believe it has, but I don't think it has. Well, when I was like a toddler and my mom was pregnant with my sisters, she left me in the van and went into to a yard sale. Like She was just like stepping away from the car. The yard sale was like right there. And I got, hit the van in to drive. Yeah. And she ran down the van and jumped in and stopped it, pregnant with twins. <laughs> Well, she, she likes to tell that. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. What are the rules on running while pregnant? I'm sure it's fine. I saw an ad the other day that was like, if you exercise twice a week while pregnant, that's good. And it had this really pregnant woman running with like barbells in each hand. Everyone should exercise it, twice a is week. Is that I good? Yeah. Pregnant or otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone needs yeah, that. Yeah, it's probably good. It'd be fun in the womb, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wear you out it would really wear you out well how'd it go last night went pretty well good yeah no i thought it went good me and tom learned a lot yeah i did about country secrets um yeah we didn't delve in as much as we should have but we will next time he wrote me a nice email today i was like yeah you want to do it again i saw that okay yeah it was fun um, did you have a good evening? <laughs> no. What'd you do? Well, I had a call at seven, and by the end of that, I cleaned house, and then I watched Jessica Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Calls at night. They fuck me up. I don't like ass. it. It really sucks. Um. And then they, like, make it glamorous, like, it's all working people, you know? Fuck that. <laughs> My working people need to be in yeah. a hot bathtub somewhere. Seriously. It's seven a goddamn o'clock. Why is that? That's just your level of commitment to the movement, though. And but also, the first like twenty minutes were ended up. This is not what the call was about. But so many people on the call had been at Frankfurt at the Capitol that day that yeah. they ended up just like venting about the Capitol because yesterday was total fuckery. What at happened? State Capitol yesterday because they passed all those bills. Yeah, they they <laughs> they heard and pa- they they passed the bill. Um, about gang violence. Yeah, I actually have a list here of several things I want to read off that they passed off. Because if you yesterday this, was hot hell. If you read this, it is fucking crazy. Kentucky State Capitals, Brian. I I did an interview this morning with the Herald Leader. They never put anything out, but I was just like about this bill. No, it was about something else. But I kept talking about the Capitol. I was like, is she? Because even the fucking Herald. I don't want to get into all this. But even the fucking Herald Leader was like, yo. So you're down in Eastern Kentucky. You you must really be be struggling with all the um. How'd she say it? Uh, div- all the division down there. And I was like, division. Uh, you know, Linda. <laughs> What's actually difficult down here is that everyone wants the same shit, but the na- but the national narrative is that we're all loony and can't agree on anything, but we actually all want clean water, a living wage, health care, fucking education we care to send our kids to school for, and the, what we disagree on is uh, all, I said, where the contradictions arise are all these half-assed politicians that are in office that have paid their way into elected uh, seats that are giving us contradictory uh solutions constantly that's all we get like the contradiction is actually in us not knowing how to get where we go right and half of us are like well he said all we can get's a prison so what do you know okay he they said enough for me they said you know i mean people you want to trust these motherfuckers you do and we deserve to be able to have we we deserve elected people we can trust for god's sake right yeah um she was like oh 
Thank you, Linda, for that uh, <laughs> hot take, for that question, that, that uh, softball. <laughs> did, you, you, did you just swig some whiskey after you told her that? <laughs> I wish. That was at 8.30 this morning. Also, don't call me before 9 o'clock again. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, uh, what were people saying about the Capitol? Like, are they... Are they um, that they straight up Capitol Police come in there like the fucking military yeah. and tried to like body people over signs. Jack booted thugs. Literally. Jesus in the, in the um, How many people were there yesterday? I don't know, but it, they said that the like room where they were hearing testimony was packed. Yeah. Um, well, listen to this. And they, the, mil- the military fucking Capitol Police come in there and threaten to fucking floor everybody if they didn't pass up their signs. Speaking of that, speaking of military... Uh, did you so um i think it was last week me and tom on the podcast were talking about how this bridge off of route seven perkins branch or whatever you know which one i'm talking about rockhouse creek the 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 bridge was washed away during the flood national guard brought a new one in and then took it out well the makeshift bridge that they put was washed away again this past weekend it's crazy and that you know that wouldn't have happened if the fucking National Guard just would have built it is un- a fucking bridge. Unconscionable. Unconscionable, exactly. That they delivered a bridge <laughs> and then and spent the energy <laughs> removing it <laughs> <laughs> because the county couldn't pay for it. Why do we have a National Guard? Why? It's Why? insane. It's so so insane. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought whiskey, Tom. <laughs> I'm in such a way. It today. is really, really bad. Um, but all that to say, um, if anybody remotely connected to that situation can hear this, you should be ashamed of yourself. Because that fucking bridge washed away. And those people are stranded again. I don't know if people realize this, but when you get stranded in a hauler, you're literally stranded. You and cannot, the sun don't shine. You can't get to the other side because of water. I mean, you can walk or swim. Ima- imagine crossing a moat, yeah. but instead of right. crocodiles, it's n- used needles. <laughs> Can't drive. Yeah, <laughs> this is a slippery slope into poverty porn. Oh, oh baby, it's just the reality, though. It's the reality. We are satirizing our fucked up situation. I say that. I live on a ridge. We'll call this episode <laughs> Dopper Trees. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh my god. All right. So that's just the. That's just a. That's a tiny micro glimpse into what's going on right now. Um. But yeah, let's run down the gamut. House Bill 169, which would broaden the definition. Keep in mind that we I was doing the reading on this, and we might actually fall in the guidelines of what you could consider a gang under this bill, which would broaden the definition of criminal gangs, give longer prison sentences to those labeled <laughs> as gang members, and increase penalties for gang recruiting. A gang would be defined as, quote, a group of at least three people with a common name... <laughs> <laughs> Identifying hand signal, symbol, location, leader, and co- or color of cl- clothing. Oh my God, we have to start dressing a lot so it can be considered a gang under Kentucky statute. I think we already are. Yeah, it we're, sounds like we're there. Any given day, we could all show up in a denim jacket. Could yeah. we not? Yep, the DSA uniform. So, um, 
And there's some other there's some other qualifications here that I think we might meet. In order to qualify as a gang group, group would have to at least have had to have at least three members who have committed or attempted not not done it and been indicted. Or how attempted, do you how do you how do you gauge that? <laughs> attempted to commit two felonies each, and uh, and then there was another one for misdemeanors. Meanwhile, the state is likely to run out of space to house prisoners by May two thousand nineteen. This was this so this time next year. This was in a report by like um, a head of an agency, a criminal justice agency in Kentucky, in the cabinet. It's so bad. I mean, all jokes it's aside, it, it is. Yeah. It's, it's cr- this is. It's absolutely it's insane. It's so sick. I, I just. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it passed with a 77 to 14 vote. And um, they, apparently they had a ton of testimony against the bill. People were like, yeah. this will literally destroy neighborhoods. Yeah. That's what their intent is. And they literally talked talked to them, especially, I'm pretty sure the Louisville Urban League was one of the main mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. people there. It was. And we're like, there's all, there are all kinds of proven prevention measures. Yeah. None of them are in this bill. Well, None of this is proven. So. To, nothing in this bill has ever per- curbed gang violence yeah. ever anywhere. Yep. Well, it, 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 it um, one of the people quoted in this article that I was reading was talking about how uh, anytime you see any investment in a community, it's in the form of um, prisons and police. That's and, the, yeah, and that's and that's you know what this will result yeah. in more. I mean, and the entire in the entire 2017 state budget. I don't even know if we have a 2018 state budget yet, but in our two, I mean, maybe we do. But in the <laughs> in the not. entire 2017, the there were only two areas that received more revenue, like an increase, uh-huh. and it was corrections, and I can't remember the other one. But every other oh, area know. in the state of Kentucky, every in the state budget was cut at least a little bit. The only area of growth was corrections. Okay. Wow. Um. What does that say? I mean, uh, we got to well, talk about this. Well, this is top. We already, it's... already, we know that what, uh, what's the stat? Kentucky, if it were its own country, would be the seventh, have the seventh yeah. largest prison population. population in the world. Yeah. As a standalone country. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, it goes back, and I, and I do think that there is a common thread you can, you can thread here between a bridge. You know, like the National Guard demanding armed guards around it at all Speaking times, of taking which, it did, away. Is that, does this new gang statute mean we got to report the National Guard when they show back up to build the bridge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. They check. They check all the boxes. And <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I hate to sound ignorant because I know I don't live in Louisville, but I love Louisville. I spent a lot of time in Louisville. Is there that? Is there gang activity actually you know, fucking up Louisville in Louisville? No, I think across the board on in all cities apparently. I mean, you know, crime has gone drastically down in the last 20 years yeah like what what are gang are gangs fucking up louisville right now i just this is it's all employed to keep these people in power like we know crime is just is plummeting nationwide but incarceration continues to and we um, also know crime the literal word as a hot word that democrats and republicans alike have used throughout the history of fucking american politics to it's a dog whistle. Yeah, to it's just to racially tinge yeah. and class tinge to wedge. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's uh, what it is is it's the um, 
with everything else. It's just the expansion of the police state. Um, I had a tweet not too long ago that was like the way that conservatives bridge the like cognitively the way that they can bridge like a society in which capitalism slowly erodes all family values and you know and all community values is with the police state and i think that that's why you get a 77 14 vote on something like that jesus you you tweeted that yourself we, that was quote, all me baby i'm quoting myself quoting now. our own tweets now jesus <laughs> we are that self-important <laughs> Okay, moving on. <laughs> oh, the God. Kentucky House passed a bill that would require sex ed classes in public schools to include abstinence education. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That one was a 77 to 14 vote. I don't know what the actual vote on the other one was. But that's pretty absurd. Abstinence education. <laughs> this comes the same week. <laughs> I don't care to put them on blast. That Southeast Kentucky Community and Technical College, the Cumberland Campus, fucking canceled my sex ed. Why did they, they really? Yeah. The two days before, they pulled it. They wow. wouldn't allow the college to do any promotion. And they came to me. They came to me. That's fucking bullshit. And then somehow they got into a inner battle. I mean, the girl was just a nervous wreck trying to talk to me about it. And I was like, it's cool, man. This ain't my first rodeo. Like, I get it. Let's try to, let's, let's postpone it. And maybe that'll give you some time to talk. I'm happy to come over and talk to someone about it. We can call it whatever we want. We don't have to call it sexy sex ed. I've called it other things before. I don't yeah. fucking care. We can call it. We can call it fucking cooking class. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. And in a way, it is, you know. <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, but yeah, they canceled me this week. So I was supposed to do a sex ed tomorrow on the community college campus, and rug got ripped out from under me. So big week for um, sex ed in Kentucky. Yeah. 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 I mean, granted, I guess my sex ed did have abstinence, and look how great I turned out. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, this is this bill didn't shock me because I thought it already did. I thought the state, oh, well, what yeah. the state law actually, I've tried to understand the state law around sex ed because I'm trying to figure out how to make sex ed better in the state. But I'm pretty sure that it, currently, it, it before this, it was pretty lax and it left it mostly to the district. Like districts could decide what their sex ed looked like. Right. And there weren't a ton of requirements around it. Yeah. Well, now I guess they want to <laughs> put it in the law. Which is this, is, this is another, this is another time spent completely wasted on, like, so this, the list of needs in the great, in this great commonwealth are so many, so many. And the fact that we are spending, you know, the LRC, who our, ta our taxes pay, uh -huh. spent, I'm sure, weeks researching this, drafting language. Passing it around the Capitol. Right, right. Just the fact that it, it, it so it was, um, people labored over this. Seriously. Actual labor was. It, it is as the sickest <laughs> waste of, I know I hate to sound like a fucking, this waste of taxpayer money. I sound like a fucking libertarian, but it's like <laughs> the waste of human potential in, in this shit is. Yeah. Is is another piece of it that is so hard to reckon with. It's like we need so many things that and all we do is walk backwards and we have so far to go. Right. Yeah, it's pretty and bad. And these are literal backstrokes. Yeah. Um they passed a bill that would make uh the biggest changes to the workers comp system in more than 20 years. A key part of the bill would put <laughs> would put time limits on benefits for some injured workers. Um that was just absurd. 
And then <laughs> I just what? <laughs> I'm setting all this up for a specific point oh I'm going to make. And then they passed. Actually, I don't know. Now that I think about it, I don't think my point would work. And then they passed a bill that would ban abortion after 11 weeks. That one will definitely get challenged. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you think? <laughs> and again, of all the things the ACLU has to do. Now they're having to squirrel around in that Louisville office and figure out all the fucking lawyers that are going to sue the state of Kentucky. Um, well, which brings us to... Who wants it this year? <laughs> which which brings us to um, the Calvary. There is a Calvary. I'm sure you all saw the article this week I'm talking about. And it actually isn't... <gasps> motherfucking Elwood, motherfucking <laughs> Cornet. That's not the one I was talking about. Die, but Do what? <laughs> what happened? I was going to get my bugle out. <laughs> uh, Signal the help was coming. Well, there there was an article on NBC about the, the prison they want to build in Letcher County. Yeah, there was. And that one was pretty absurd. Um... And what what did you say, Tom, about the video? I didn't even watch the video on it. Oh, was there a video? But it has a vi- funny video on it. We should cue the video up and chop it in here. Mm. Okay. Just to do like the, j- because there's such a dramatic uh, chord change. There's like these like somber licks, like they're giving a goddamn <laughs> altar call. And then all of a sudden it goes, when it flashes to Elwood, he's doing one of these. <laughs> then the. Acoustic kicks up. Right. He's the cowboy. Like he's going to kick somebody's ass. Are you kidding me? No. (laughs) He is 105 years old. He looks like a skeleton. Um, You know, apparently he is in the Smithsonian for his singing. Did y'all know that? He is. Yeah. He's like a harp singer. Fucking Leon drank my goddamn water. Well, no, or but you just don't like drinking after. I him? just don't like drinking after him. Come on, Leon. <laughs> he made <laughs> love to me bitch. a second ago. Yeah, that's how he just dis- about him getting a little drunk. He disrespects me. He's just like, "Fuck you." Now he's gonna spit it all out in my shoe. <laughs> he just come over here licking on my shoe. Um. Uh, the article I was thinking of specifically was the one about Matt Jones in Politico. Oh, that's oh, the Calvary. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry. And uh, no, but you're right because I did want to talk about that that NBC article about the prison, which everybody should check out because it's like free press for the prison. I mean, it's like totally. I know. And then they like interviewed one person against it, our friend who they made sound like a nutcase apparently. And just like, she was all tore up about it. She was all tore up about it. It's it's like, this is why people, they, this is literally why people are so scared to speak out or like say anything because then NBC comes in to make you out to be a fucking nutcase. Right. And the timing of that, fucked up. The, the timing of it was very, was very curious because of the budget posting. You know? Oh yeah, because it's been forever. Like she said, she fi- it's, this has been six months since they did these interviews, and she was like, I figured they weren't gonna do it. Right. They've been sitting on this egg, sons yeah. of bitches. Yeah. Fuck well, NBC. So yeah, so then there was that, and then WYMT ran a story about it. Which I had in my own rant against WYMT last week. Let's talk about WYMT a little bit. They're literally the first line says a project that will bring jobs. Does no questioning this or is interrogation. An, this, is an, this is an Emmy. <laughs> this is a fucking Emmy award winning news station. Have literally have the last time they did any amount of investigative journalism 
we were not alive. Yeah. None of us were alive on the earth <laughs> the last time any investigative journalism happened out of WYMT. I'm glad they didn't by the Officiate. time I was running for office. A lot of these little news affiliates, corporate news outlet affiliates or whatever, they're, they are so reactionary. And it's like we talked about that last week. There's sort of deference to the coal industry, and it's the same thing here. They're deference to Congressman Hal Rogers. But then I posted a, a thing today that you see that this little local news affiliate wave in Louisville wave ain't yeah wave ain't little no. it's CBS affiliate they fucking as uh, NBC NBC affiliate they yeah. uh they did one on um they fucking went undercover oh my god buying crack cocaine smoking kids um in like the west part of the west side of Louisville perhaps I think um the poorer part of Louisville I'll put it that way and it's just like um you know. It's sort of like we were talking about last week. It's like how how do you identify who the villains in society are? Seriously, if you identify it, like- it as drug users and addicts and, and, and poor people, you're a fascist. If and, and if you are aiding that system and, and system of thought and the police in your sort of journalism, you're fascist. <laughs> it's just it's it's the most pitiful. It's the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. It's fucking pathetic. It is embarrassing, and it's just like. Uh... Demoralizing. It's demoralizing. Like, why well, right. are you? <laughs> well, and a lot of people get their news from those sources. You know, like there is no alternative, really. It, I mean, it's when okay, recently. I mean, it wasn't about a year ago. The Hazard Perry County Police just thirty minutes down the road declared like an, that they were going to focus a bunch more energy on cracking down on people pawning pop. <laughs> Literally Coca Cola. People buying pop with their soda dope. What did we hear? What did we, we were in Wendy's one time, and somebody uh, we heard somebody say soda dope. Yeah, soda they dope. said soda dope. <laughs> That's old school. Yeah, it is. Somebody taking their soda dope, buying soda dope <laughs> with food stamps, and taking it to the pawn shop. It's <clears throat> or to the poker house, right? And it's just like this. These are literal crumbs. Like you are, uh, you are under the kitchen table right now, under the fucking wood of the house, scooting crumbs around, trying to investigate who stole what crumb. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What rat moved what crumb from whose plate? You're right. You're absolutely right. And meanwhile, they're shooting people with impunity. Yeah, yeah. They have they're running scot free on paid leave. Getting bonuses. Yeah. What? I mean, we we've they even. I mean, there's a name for white collar crime. Right. The, but in, there and, are books and, about it. And their resources of journalism. You know, in a in a like media landscape where fewer and fewer of outlets have any resources at all, the few resources you do use are fucking ratting out uh, people who sell devices to smoke paraphernalia to smoke crack with. It's just like. People who have been served such a shit hand yeah. in this shit world yeah. that the highest that that's the highest they can get. Right. Well, someone po- pointed out on Facebook when I saw the article that these kits that are sold actually, um, in some ways, could promote. I mean, I have no idea, but they say that it could be like sort of like a needle exchange type program by like ha- by making sure that those things are available to drug users. It actually might promote. Um, you know, spreading of disease, or I'm sorry, inhibit this, prohibit the spreading of diseases. 
Say it again. Inhibit the spreading. I don't never never can get those words right. What is the difference between prohibit and inhibit? Who knows or cares? Say again <laughs> with another word. Um. <laughs> so uh, use this in a sentence. I don't. Somebody said that it was maybe maybe more hygienic to have uh, access and available availability to these kinds of this kind of paraphernalia rather than reusing shit yeah. that they have. Of course, this is the whole this is the whole premise behind a needle a clean right, needle exchange. Right. It's the same sort of idea behind yeah. it, right, right? Yeah. Which I will say that uh, we spent the better part of two years pushing our county to open a clean needle exchange. They finally voted for it. The health department has drugged their feet. Last I heard, I heard them one month ago. I talked to them about it. Because I've been like, why don't rice on these motherfuckers about this? And they said it was opening in April. And I have emailed the woman. I got her card. I've emailed her three times to try to record a PSA to, to let people know when this motherfucker is going to open and what the hours are going to be. Yeah. Will not return my emails. Will not communicate with me. And I'm just like, yeah. what? what is this service if we're not going to let people know what it is? It's like they're right. scared for anyone to know there's a clean needle exchange. Right. What good that is it? That defeats the whole they, purpose. This is what they, they want to open this clean needle exchange, run it for a few weeks and say no one come to, no one came. Came to it and, and they defund can't, it. Yeah, and defund it. Well, and they can't, they can't legitimize keeping it open if no one's going to use it. And it's like no one fucking knows about it. Yeah, the, in Charleston, West Virginia, they're like putting, did y'all see that the, the city council there, I think, voted to put all these insane restrictions on it? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Where you'd have to have an ID and you'd have to show one to the cops. Fuck that. That's actually Who? dangerous. Don't yeah. don't fucking go. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to fucking exchange your needles where there's we cops. We might just have to start our own needle exchange the here. Ho- I'm, seriously. We I, might just buy up a bunch yeah. and send them out. I'm yeah. telling you. I literally, like, a year ago, I got pre-approved for a home loan because I thought about buying a house so I could open my own clinic for this for these very reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's would be it would be illegal fully, <laughs> and I don't fucking care. I but. didn't want to tell you that at the <laughs> time. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted you to. You know. I was about to open the Pine Creek fucking clinic. In the back of my mind, I was like, "There's no way she could do that." But <laughs> I was like, "I know some other clients. They give us Saturday a month to come up here and perform three abortions. I could run. I could do this. I could run a halfway house. I have three bedrooms. Uh, I've been doing the my whole spirals. Life. The spirals that I have been on." <laughs> Oh wow! But I mean, it's true. It's just like it's just it just keeps feeling like yeah. one step forward and three steps back. Yeah. Anyway, why don't you walk March for something, boys? <laughs> <laughs> All we do is complain. <laughs> I do want to be the David Hogg of some cause. That's all he's been saying the past <laughs> 24 hours. I just really like saying David Hogg's name. <laughs> I, you said something to me earlier about... Uh, our, uh, you sent me a screenshot earlier with the... Um, what did it say, Tom? Wait, tell me who he is. Remind me. You know, the the kid... <laughs> he, said our da- he said our Patreon is going David Hogg wild. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's the kid, the park, one of the Parkland teens. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, not Emma. Not Emma. Emma's Emma's buddy. David Hogwild. Um, <laughs> Hog, you know that's an Eastern Kentucky name. Yeah, it you is. know they've it's migrated. It's with two G's. Yeah, yeah, it's two G's. Oh yeah, he, that's he knows. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
If we get David Hogg on this podcast, I'd love it. I want Emma. <laughs> Fuck David, I want Emma. So I'm just wondering well, because yeah. his name. <laughs> just, but we can go find a guy named Hogg and get him on the show. <laughs> yeah. David, yeah. We are in Letcher I County. I guarantee there's a David Hogg. There's in 12 Letcher David Hogg. Guarantee. Guarantee. <laughs> Let's do that. What? Go find our own David Hogg. Let's Hogg. go get 12 David Hoggs and have them all on the show. Oh, uh, yeah. And we'll add the legit David Hogg on Twitter and be like, can't wait to have David on the show. Oh, fuck. Okay. Get us back on That's track That's only here. funny because there's... You have a literal legal a very common pad out I have a legal pad. He has a legal pad. You look like you're investigating a mine right now. <laughs> And by the way, the, there's a revelation mine in Harlan County that needs to be investigated right now, please. And thank you. All right. I'll take my le- yellow legal pad. Please take there. your legal pad over there. Um, uh, so I read the full article today uh, on Matt Jones. And for those of you who don't know in our listening audience, uh, Matt Jones is a guy who runs Kentucky Sports Radio, correct? And yeah. uh, an insanely popular sports talk show and it was a blog for a number of years yeah and he and he worked for cbs for a time there's an official green sign in my home county that says right because he's county, from home, middlesbrough right home of matt jones home of matt jones hometown hero or some shit like yeah. that yeah we're from the same county um and you know and he's you know i think he kind of made his name in politics by being very adversarial to mitch mcconnell a few and years the coal ago. industry in a, in a way. Right, right. Um, and, and honestly, I didn't think the article was that bad. And and um, in, in some ways, like, I do agree with, honest, obviously, I agree with a lot of the things that he agrees in. Um, but I don't know. I guess I'm just sort of, like, I feel weird about um, sort of holding him up as, like, a new face of the Democratic Party in Kentucky. And the only reason I say that is because, like, I don't even know if that should be something that we're even invested in, um, like, electoral politics, I guess. I mean, like, I guess what I'm saying is that, like, it would be not, if he runs against Mitch McConnell, sure, I'll probably vote for him. But but to put that as that, like, the like the furthest reach of our sort of political horizon seems to me to, to indicate a lack of political imagination. I completely agree. And another thing I'll add to that is, um, you know, remember when he and Adam Edelin, who used to be the state auditor, mm-hmm. started this new Kentucky yeah. thing? And it talks a little bit about this in the article. I mean, what's the name of the, the, name of the article itself is, what brings this, or this liberal sports radio host thinks he can take down Mitch McConnell? Even Angie Hatton was into this shit, this new Kentucky shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it seemed like uh, something to sort of capture. Like you know, I, I think they started out trying to offer an earnest alternative, but I think what it turned into is like, I remember one phrase that they used is, "We could even start a moderate movement." Yeah, they 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 were totally <laughs> they. They were billing it as this middle-of-the-road bullshit, like, you don't have to pick a side, ride the fucking fence. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, sounds great. Well, and that's the danger of... we didn't already know that. That's the danger of the Doug Jones and the Connor Lamb types, too, right? It's like, the the Democrats eke out some electoral victories in places where they think, you know, like Western PA or Alabama, where they think they shouldn't be doing that. And then they think that's a viable strategy going forward because they, like... You know, 
caught lightning in a in a bottle twice. Yeah. You know, but that's not, I think, a viable long term strategy because, well, for obvious reasons. I mean, Doug Jones has kind of been a severe disappointment so far in Alabama. I don't know what Connor's up to, but it, by all indications, he seems to be kind of, you know, straddling that fence and right. saying some weird pro-Trump stuff and, like, refusing to take questions from the media. And Well, I hate to be this way, but they're still just white dudes. They still just have a single fucking perspective on the world, yeah. and we're well, just shuffling around the same fucking balding bitches all the time. It's just... Well, in... in um. You know, Matt Jones is kind of like on the liberal, uh, I would say that from all I can tell, he's sort of more on the Bernie end of that spectrum. Um, but I guess... Well, he called himself a, a populist, right? <laughs> he said he was bullish on union rights, yeah, and then, but then followed up with a curious statement. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pro free trade. <laughs> pro free trade, which was kind of weird. And and in favor of, if I'm not mistaken, lowering corporate taxes. I, no, I don't think he is. I think the way How the article lower could they be? Article was worded. I I, I admit yeah. I could be wrong about yeah. that. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But point being, I think the point I'm 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 the question I have is. You know, you have a um, a sort of state government that is passing all the things that I just listed off, and um, Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul's seats are they're tied into that in some way because they are a part of the state power structure, even though they spend most of their time in D.C. or whatever. They are emblematic of the state's politics. Um, like how how what is the sort of like upper limits on what you can expect from changing, having any impact on state government, and can you? And if you can't, like, sh- is is the, should we put any energy at all into somebody like Matt Jones or you know? I just don't. Per, my personal opinion is no. My personal opinion is we, as the left, want to build a movement, and electoral politics to me just seems sort of. I, I think you can pressure the system in all kinds of ways that don't involve electoral politics and. And I think the West Virginia teacher strike is a good example of that. But I think that there are, uh, you know, there are obviously all kinds of other better examples. I think it has to be a piece of it. You think so? I mean, it just feels, I mean, obviously we're hanging on to every fucked up decision that happens out of our capital. And I don't know. I mean, I hate to sound like the these fucking... I don't even know how to describe this archetype, but the, I'll help you. The uh, <laughs> the money and politics people, you know, that are just like that's all they ever talk about. We've got to get money <laughs> out of Washington. Listen, motherfuckers. I know what you're talking Until about. Until the fucking Chick Fil A guy. I know exactly what you're talking about. They're usually over the age of. No, 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 I don't mean yeah. that. It's a very reactionary thing to say. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I hate to sound the alarm here, but it does just, I don't know. It's, I just keep, this is like micro and macro at work and like uh, 
around town and in the state of Kentucky and in the country. I just keep, I keep joking with this with, my, with other people that I keep feeling like the dog in that fucking cartoon that say that's in a burning house saying, I'm fine. Yeah. It's fine. Everything's nah, fine. Right. <laughs> so <don't> Classic. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, guys. It's fine. <laughs> um, that's the way I feel whenever I see somebody put up one of these articles that's like, uh, so-and-so pharmaceutical sent 40 million fucking pills to fucking A town of 12 West people. Virginia, <laughs> population 16. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why I propose that the Trillbillies answer the bell and we do... All the pills yeah, before them. they get out there. Yeah, we um, are gonna take this bullet. We are a gang now. It's all across the bear. So give us those pills, and we'll we'll find out something to do with them. Give yeah. us all your pills, big pharma. How do we do it? We got to start sleeping with all the pharmacists, and uh, I mean, I think we need a battle plan here. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to raid every pharmacy. Okay. Uh, or we could go to pharmacy school. We could become pharmacists. Yeah, this is this is when okay. The other day for our last uh, UK game of the tournament, I wore blue polka dotted velvet pants and a blue button up shirt and gold pointy toed uh, loafers. And for yeah. for the first part of the morning, I said I was dressed like the coach's wife. <laughs> And then I decided, fuck the wife. Literally, I will fuck the wife, and I am the coach now. I'm the coach. <laughs> so I was dressed like the coach, and I pretended I had a whistle. <laughs> so, so it's this age, the age old. Do not take the man's last name. Take his clothes. Right. Take all of his assets. His money. <laughs> you, you are the husband. You are the man. You make the decisions. Right. <laughs> Wear his skin. I don't know. I don't know where it ends. <laughs> but this, Dear God. This is a full circle back. <laughs> That's enough that old fits for you. <laughs> this is a full circle back to electoral politics where there's so there's a whole... Obviously, I believe that there is a ton that people can and should be doing to move our realities and communities. And women making decisions in powerful positions would be a big goddamn help. Right. Progressive women. Yeah. Definitely not Nikki Haley or anybody <laughs> like that. Or uh, what's Minnesota? Michelle Bachman. Whatever happened to her? She's still out there. Uh, Michelle Bachman's now an easy listening DJ in Kalamazoo, Michigan. <laughs> really? Are you <laughs> no, making that up? No. Oh, my God. Has she joined the ranks of Alex Jones? She came out with something. She's kind of like, uh, you know, they called the last guy drafted in the NBA Mr. Irrelevant. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, she came out and was like, after like being like completely off the radar for like eight years, should I run for governor? No. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> should go away. <laughs> but Nikki Haley's still governor, right? She didn't run for higher up. No, she's a UN ambassador to the UN now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She's no in big Trump's deal. cabinet. <laughs> For God's sakes. Yeah. Those are the most cush jobs. Diplomats. Right. I mean, what country is she? Sweden or something? What kind of softball she get? That would be pretty badass. What country is she? No, or she's UN. To the uh, UN. All of gotcha. them. <laughs> all of the countries. We sent Nikki gotcha. Haley to, to represent all. All, <laughs> us in front of all of them. 
stall the country. She is our representative at all UN <laughs> meetings. Yeah, that's is that possible? That's the U.S. baby. Hey, she is a woman of color though, so. <laughs> Nikki Haley. Yeah, she's Indian. She does claim to be native. Oh, not native. Sakes. No, not native. She's nope. from. Her parents are from from what? India. No, really? Yeah. I thought it was. I thought she was. No, she's. She so she did the Bobby Jindal thing where she right. She's trying to be white. Damn, that's fucking weird. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> um, oh God! Uh, you ever think about some jobs that you just like? There's no way going back to us being pharmacists. There's no way I could actually do that. In the same vein that I could actually never be a doctor, I would definitely abuse my my power. <laughs> <laughs> what As power? Yeah. What power would yeah. that be? Yeah. What, what? You're not fit to have life and death in your you're, hands, is what you're saying, isn't it? I think what he's saying here is that he'd develop uh, a god complex. He would keep <laughs> somehow he'd keep misplacing prescription pads <laughs> all over everywhere. Damn, this is fucked Terrence up. would Terrence would have somebody on life support, like barely conscious, right? He would lean over and whisper in their ear. I could destroy you if I wanted to. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. When y'all said that I had terrible bedside manner, I really had to think about that. Oh, I was like, do Lord. I really? Do I really? I guess I could see it, though. I'd walk in like, hey. Well, Not a big deal. So, Speaking of this matter, did y'all know that MCHC, our local clinic, uh, network of clinics, has uh, taken on Suboxone? They're taking it on, huh? Like They're... they're, they're prescribing suboxone now oh really mm-hmm. hmm. which i heard this a couple weeks ago a few weeks ago at uh this a needle exchange meeting a addiction that some this like sore fucking sore health meeting i went to just to find out about the fucking needle exchange i was like i need what the fuck yeah and and as a part of that they talked about how so many of their patients were having to go to suboxone clinics that they decided to just start serving their own. You know, it's always about like we oh, serve okay. our own. Okay, okay. Decision. Mike Cottle's yeah. just uh, yeah. it was yeah. a business decision. Of course. <laughs> Basically. And of course this message was delivered by the country doctor of the year who was literally drinking Mountain Dew the entire time, the entire meeting. He was like he drank two Mountain Dews. During a two-hour oh, meeting. Wow, well, that's interesting. I know exactly anyway, what you're talking about. Rain that in. But <laughs> when he disciplined you for making fun of Fnermal. Yeah, I got in trouble. Oh my he got, god. He, he disciplined me. I got. What have you done for downtown? <laughs> yeah, he asked me. Say, what have you ever done for the community? In <laughs> person, into your face. That was Twitter. It was on Twitter. I didn't even know he had a fucking Twitter. Honestly, I wouldn't have even posted the goddamn thing if I didn't think that like. I don't know. It, it, what was that? 2015? Yeah, we have like, some local anonymity on Twitter, goddamn. Yeah, exactly. We can be our full bitch, bitchy selves. Right. Anyway. Sorry. Anyways. I called on Monday, called MCHC on Monday, too, because I got a recommendation for a therapist there, <clears throat> and I haven't been to therapy since college, trying to do some maintenance well, work. Let me know how it checks out. <laughs> well, the, the best therapist in the county, apparently are in the OBGYN because they started a therapy unit in the OBGYN to try to support mothers dealing uh -huh. with all kinds of shit and like postpartum depression and stuff, which I think actually makes a lot of sense. Anyway, so th so I'm having to go to a therapist there. Anyway, that's all fine and dandy. But I called on Monday and said, hi, I need to make an appointment with the girl's name because that's who multiple of my friends have seen. 
And she said, okay, well, have you seen her before? And I said, no, no, I'm, I'm a new patient. And she said, well, you're going to have to get a referral. I said, that's fine. I can go to my doctor and get a referral. It's fine. And she said, well, are you, you're interested in the program? And I said, uh, I, I just need a therapy appointment. What, what, what program? She said, Suboxone. <laughs> I would have said, yeah. Yeah. I was literally <laughs> well, hey, offered Didn't Suboxone. come here for that, but... Uh, I know. Yeah. I wanted to say, well, let me see how this therapy appointment <laughs> shakes out hey. next week. Maybe. Hey, hey. Uh, can I see some literature on that? <laughs> and honestly... Yes, I'd like to see a pamphlet on the Suboxone. Y'all, I swear, it sent me into a spiral. Like This was a Monday anyway. I shouldn't have called on a Monday. But it sent me into a real spiral about how I was like, it was pretty, it took a big step for me to call anyway, you know? <laughs> like, I haven't been to therapy since college, and I hated it. Yeah. And I just really, pe- people had gave me glowing reviews about this girl. So I really, and honestly, I just want to pay somebody for an hour to vent to them about all the shit I'm pissed about and not feel guilty about it, okay? <laughs> I just want to pay somebody to to lay all my shit out, and then I get to leave, and I don't have to feel bad about it. Obviously, it, us two have failed, Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to feel bad for putting all this on somebody else. You're trained to handle this that's shit. That's why we have. And I've paid you generously. <clears throat> that's why we have a podcast. <laughs> this is what this is for. This is the best therapy you can get. Well, I ditched you all (laughs) for therapy. This is what's happened. Anyway, I really spiraled out that all I had to do was call and be offered some boxing on a Monday morning. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, If I'd known it was that easy. And and, And I was almost embarrassed at how quickly I said no. Like I was offended, and I, you know, I tried to reel it in. Like no, it would be funny if it would be class, sister. You had like a three second, like you went. Oh. That's exactly what I'm here for. <laughs> yes, yes, that program is what I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah, I'm me in know. the throes of terrible addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know what my recommendation needs to say. Oh, so I just that's crazy. Yeah, like how, where, where are we at right now? We can't get, but this, this is why I'm so, we cannot get this needle exchange set up. Mm. After two years of pressure, but enough people come into MCHC wiling out that they're like, you know what? Let's just start the Suboxone well, clinic. No, yeah, there's Why no, not? There's no money in needle exchange, but I'm sure there's a fuckload of money in Suboxone. Oh, also, man. this Hell was yeah. offered to me. I called the, in the OBGYN. I called and said, gynecology, please. I was talking to the woman at reception at gynecology. Why is the gynecology department... Yeah, that is weird. Subscribing Suboxone. That is very strange. I just wow. feel I've been in a little bit of a spiral ever since then. I was just like, <laughs> where are we at right now, really? What is... The- well, you know what's interesting? I don't I don't care to put this out here. I'm open book. <laughs> you remember, <laughs> do you remember when... Uh, do you remember when the FBI... There was that investigation into all the pharmacies in Letcher County? Yeah. Yeah. Well, MCHC was the subject of part of that. That was over billing, right? I forget Didn't what it was. Didn't they get flipped over, they were uh, over illegal billing? Well, I think they were involved. No, it in was a, a price bill- gouging thing. Yeah, yeah. it was Yeah, yeah. it was billing. And there was a whistleblower yeah. pharmacist that says, I'm getting undercut by all these. They've made, basically made deals with each other uh, and cut me out of it and got the FBI in on them, which is like, yeah, okay. Um, around that time, I was going there for my mental health, and they, I was prescribed Xanax, and 
took the Xanax. In some months, I would finish my prescription before. <laughs> I enjoyed the Xanax. <laughs> I took it more. It's like a Bible verse. We broke the Xanax. We shared the Xanax. We shared it. We enjoyed the Xanax. We saw that it was good. We saw that it was good. <laughs> And, uh, we started a podcast. <laughs> we started a podcast. Yeah. Because the Lord saw that we needed another podcast in this one. Damn. And, but you know what? I went back to get that, and they kind of like looked at me sideways like I was like, you know. And uh, I was like, well, can I get more of that? It really works for me, all this yeah. kind of stuff. They go, no, nah, man, with this, we can't write that stuff right now with this whole FBI investigation going down. Wow. So, MCAC, my health care provider, Jesus. picked God damn. the fucking FBI over my mental health, but also, and I won't go back to them, but also, it is incredibly dangerous to cold turkey pull somebody off benzodiazepines. Like, people have yes. seizures and yeah. can die from them. Yeah. Respiratory failure. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And I was in bed for probably four or five days shattered like crying a grown man crying for no reason like no reason at all yeah i wonder that's jeez and what do you think the reason behind that was fucking sue them that's gotta be (laughs) yeah and they were even straight up with you like it was not it was not a medical decision like it was not a medical decision it was we got a little heat on us, man. We can't prescribe anything that could be considered scheduled out there. Like you are already, you're already like going out on a limb here for your, being brave as fuck to try to handle your health. I don't want any pat on the back. For well, that, shut them. You know, I, I wouldn't pat that's them just, back. That's just that's just the kind of guy I am, Tony. But, but for them to say like actually. Yeah, we're glad that helped you for a few days, but uh, now the heat's on us, and you're going to have to just Sorry, go pal. back in the closet. Keep <laughs> hide, Hope you don't get the DTs. from all your loved ones. Yeah. Uh, it was miserable. I mean, I joke about it now, but it was really excruciating and miserable, and just I just withdrew from everybody. I couldn't do work, nothing. What, what I want to know well, is is if it was like they they did that because they had the heat on them because they were already prescribing so much or what it makes me wonder like why they felt I, I like, think, in that time i think that's probably what it was i think they probably thought this price gouging thing was like the starting point of an investigation to see that they were probably over prescribing interesting stuff i mean like how that. many people I don't did know they that. cut off i don't know probably around that time way. That's pretty crazy, though. Well, it turns out now you can go into gynecology and get you some Suboxone if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> call call MCHC and say, obstetrics, please. <laughs> Tom just shows up. <laughs> you know what's so funny? My, put, put your belly out. Like, Sir, you must be here. For, in the, you're in the wrong place. Look like you're pregnant. Yeah, my, like, my, my, tennis co- my tennis coach in high school was literally like a father to me. And, like, he would, like, pull me out of school and, like, like make him be his like run along buddy and like go do stuff with him and all this stuff. And uh, he was also an OBGYN in town. And so when he'd pull me out of school, he'd write me doctor's excuses from his OBGYN practice. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> well, so you have a history. Yeah, you have a. You, you already have, have a medical. <laughs> you have a, ma- a medical yeah. paper trail. Yes, exactly. <laughs> to your boxing. God well, damn. I'll let you know how therapy shakes out tomorrow, and if I do decide to take up the program. 
<laughs> is there a referral like a? Yeah, we're gonna need a report back. On like that a referral, album. refer your friends program. Do you get like five dollars <laughs> off. Yeah. Do you have a referral? Yeah, Tanya referred me. <laughs> <laughs> she she loves it. She says it's so great. Thanks for it. Oh shit! Really speaks highly of the program. Wow. My this is funny. My OBGYN, the quickest way for me to get it, she's in Prestonsburg. Y'all know her. Yeah. And but the quickest way to get into her is she's one day a week in Martin County. And if I try to see her in Prestonsburg, which is closer to us, it's a two month wait. Oh shit. But if I really need to see her quick, go I go to Martin County because she told me that. Yeah, you she go to Inez? she's yeah. I go to Inez. She's never booked, so I can just get in the you know same week if I need to. She's there on Thursdays. So I know I can go, but that's a three hour drive. That's a like a basically a, almost a five hour round trip. Yeah, it's nah. fucking. It's far a as five. Shit. It's a five hour round trip to go to, to go to the gyno. Martin Martin County is insane. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah I, I mean. Well, this is what I'm about to tell you. So my gyno clinic crazy. is right next door to us, a boxing clinic. And the first time I went in in Martin County, I told y'all the first time I went, I was sitting in the waiting room, and it was the same day that they sold China. They uh-huh. sold West Virginia to China, and I was watching oh, the yeah. local news, yeah. and they were just like the fallout. They were like, "Well, we have a lot of questions, but we're confident this is going to be a you know it's a great yeah. first day, and a lot of jobs will be created, and work could start as early as next month." And we were not sure what the work will be, or who will get the jobs, or where it will be, or what the pay will be, but we're confident that. <laughs> No, no one knew anything. The local news was just spiraling. Anyway, I go into the wrong building. I went into the the boxing clinic because they were right next door and it was the first time I'd been there. This is so hilarious. I'm noticing a pattern. There's a, there is a, if it's there too, they're right next door to each other. Yeah. You know, there's overlap. Exactly. They're right. It's like Amazon for all your healthcare. Yeah. It's like a strip mall. (laughs) They share a parking lot. Or a tanning bed and uh, what, um. What are uh, tanning beds in Eastern Kentucky? There's like a video, video store. And video store, yeah, video rental. Same thing. And tanning bed. Classic hustle. Yeah, very classic. Anyway, I, I go into the Suboxone Clinic on purpose, and they are they let them smoke in there. Oh, yeah. In Martin County, you can smoke indoors. Yeah. And the clinic, <laughs> this that. is a health care provider. Oh, yeah. I have walked into what I believe to be my gynecologist <laughs> clinic, yeah. and it is a cloud, a puff cloud of smoke. People are, all, there were three women surrounding a single night ashtray. And I, I love just, that. <laughs> I love that. Damn. And as soon as I walked in, I just, you know, I didn't mean to look shocked, but I just it's stood at the ass. door. I just stood at the door looking around like, I can't, this can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, I went to the desk and I said, I, you know, I have an appointment at 11 a.m. or whatever. I think. <laughs> and she said, oh, who's, what, which doctor? And I said, you know, I said my doctor's name. And she said, oh, that's next door. And she looked at me like, honey, <laughs> sissy, sissy. I wish she had went back there. It had been a poker game. <laughs> so, <now I'm> just... <laughs> so then I went next door. And when I got back to see Obsterics my doctor. is down the hall. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I told my doctor this. And she said, oh, my God. Then people come over here, too. <laughs> wow. Like it was a revolving door back and forth. And she was just like, yeah. oh. Like they were like the same side of the street, but they had some kind of West Side Story fucking beef going. <laughs> so, like, damn, class <laughs> war. Yeah, no, Martin County is fucking unreal. It is insane. Wild, wild west. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I'd recorded that news because it's on the border of West Virginia. <laughs> it was like West Virginia right. trying to report Martin, on the. Martin County does feel a lot like West Virginia. The China by. Might as well be. It's there. It does feel. 
it is it does feel very very distant from the rest of the state yeah and it is treated like that it's really shitty it is treated like shit well um we're at a little over an hour i had one more story i wanted to uh just see if y'all had read or or seen anything about it was um i don't read anymore <laughs> well you're better for it you're better for it it was uh i think it's it was um it was in Jezebel. Is written by a woman named Anna Merlin. I have it written down. I don't know why. I didn't Get your legal pad it. out. Um, I think it says. I think it's. Uh, it's about Benton, Kentucky. Gun fatalism is reasonable in a terrifying country. Anna Merlin. Um, is this woman who went to Benton, Kentucky, where the school shooting was in January? Marshall County. Marshall County, right? Marshall County town. High. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. yeah, and the town is Benton. Um, and she was just kind of like talking to people there. I don't really have much to say about it other than just, I recommend it. Cause I thought it was pretty interesting is I thought it was fascinating cause it's a rural community, but, and, um, she was sort of comparing it to Parkland and saying that like the median community in, um, what Marshall County is that what it was mm-hmm. is, uh, or in, in that area is $42,000. Whereas in Parkland, it's $126,000. The median income, the median income, 40 some. Um, that's that's shocking. Median. Yeah, yeah. Um but it, it it is a, you know, obviously a marginalized community. It's pretty um poor compared to the suburban area that Parkland is in. And she just I don't know, I just thought it was interesting because she just did a lot of interviews of students. I mean, she interviewed a lot of people and just sort of like talked to people's ideas about like guns and everybody was pretty just sort of resigned it was so it was just really dark like everybody's just sort of like resigned that this will be a problem that can never be fixed like everybody's just sort of resigned themselves to the fact that like we'll always have school shootings and there's no way to stop them really yeah imagine (laughs) that take the month of columbine yeah was it you know and and i mean for us it feels like that wasn't even that long ago because i have such a vivid memory columbine yeah yeah. But I it guess, was like... Well, I was like in fifth grade. Yeah, so it was like um, 15, 20, almost 20 years ago, probably. Right. Yeah. What was it late 90s? 99. 99, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. It. Um, I did read an op-ed by a woman who moved to Kentucky from somewhere else. Uh, and I think she was near Paris, Kentucky, and was talking about how... Like, basically the same sentiment that people are just like, they want their guns, they're clinging to their guns. But I thought her, I thought her take on it was pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of bad gun takes out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's easy. One of the easiest things in the world to do is to have a bad gun take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had one yesterday, I think. <laughs> Why, just yesterday afternoon, I had one. My very own. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're right. Uh, well, we're at an hour at seven. That's a good one. Surely you cut this down to a half. Uh, that's a, a half hour. Uh, Forty-five minutes. I think <laughs> an hour seven. I'll just leave everything in. God. And uh, and let it roll. Um, but uh, you know, we don't ever do this on the show, but we really should. We do have a Patreon, and people should subscribe to it. Um, you know, most of our episodes are free, and we we just kind of want that to be the way it is but we do put some shit on a patreon yeah, and we, we try to do it with more regularity now we're gonna have t-shirts soon 
Ain't right. the full uncut Nick Offerman episode on Patreon? It is. Yeah. I like the the title you picked for that. That was nice. Did you like that? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Marks and Rack. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> pretty good. It's good. good. <clears throat> Didn't y'all just put another one up? We did. We on just Patreon. put one up today. It's um, a good day to plug. Yeah, so so check that out. Yeah, that episode. Uh, Wokey's from Muskogee. Yeah. Who? Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> We're gonna turn this into a sketch. Oklahoma, where that's where the Oklahoma are really but woke. <laughs> like when we do our little animated series, we want to do. It's gonna take place in Oklahoma. Oh yeah, okay, we're gonna great. do an animated series. Great. <laughs> I wish we could find someone who did claymation. That would. That's be really awesome. my shit. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, if it made the no. That's s- really my shit. That would be the shit. I'm so hopped up on Rudolph every year. Let's start a claymation series. Yes, please. Yeah, I fully support that. Um, who did y'all interview for <laughs> Mustoki? Oh no, we just it was just we were just. I was we, me and Tom were talking about the situation going on in Oklahoma around like s- schools, massive tax cuts to the oil and gas industry. As I was reading off a headline, I said Oklahoma on accident. Oh, and is it true they're down to a four day? A so, four-day school week? I I know it was proposed at one point, but um, I don't know if they That's awesome. went through. <laughs> Supposedly. For the kids. <laughs> For the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's not a guess. <laughs> <laughs> and teachers were picking up side hustles, like side jobs. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's awesome in some ways, but it is mostly bad. It is it, it just goes to show you how more, you know, how schools are just being cut more and more. We're putting more and more money into extractive industries, the military, industrial complex, everything else. I'm just saying a four <laughs> issues of teachers losing their livelihood aside, I think going to a four-day <laughs> per week school system would be really good. I think it would probably be better. And a work week while we're on that side. Yeah. Honestly, I have no idea. Four-day work week. Let's go. Not cool what they're doing to teachers. Yeah. Though. Let me clarify. My friend Wilson has um, an idea. He calls it the four-by-four. It's a it's a campaign for a four day work week, four hours a week. You work four hours a day, four days a week. I like that. That's good for me. <laughs> about all I'm putting in anyway. <laughs> so that's sixteen hours. It's about all sixteen I'm hour work. <laughs> be, an, be an easy adjustment for me to make. <laughs> well, tried and true, we have tested this. Uh, Tom's a testament. All, all right. he needs is a little bit. So is that the end of it? Right. Well, on that note, uh, let's call this one. Let's call this one good, and we'll see you all next week. Later. Bye.